Hello everyone and hello astrophysics lovers, this is Azar from 11C. I hope you all are doing well and you had a great break. Today we're going to talk about something really exciting. We're going to talk about the James Webb Telescope. To start off, what is the James Webb Telescope? It's a space telescope uh, currently conducting infrared astronomy. And what is infrared astronomy, you might ask? It's a subdiscipline of astronomy, which specializes in the observation and analysis of astronomical objects using infrared radiation, also known as IR. Back to the James Webb Telescope. It's currently the largest optical telescope in space, and it's equipped with high resolution and high sensitivity instruments, which allows it to view objects too old, distant, or faint for the Hubble Space Telescope which was the previous telescope uh, before the James Webb Telescope was launched. This enables investigations across many fields of astronomy and cosmology, such as observations of the first stars, formation of the first galaxies, and detailed atmospheric characterization of potentially habitable exoplanets, which we talked about in episode 2, um, about the search for life in the universe. The James Webb Telescope was launched on December 25th, 2021, and its first image was released to the public on July 11th, 2022. Upon its release, it immediately broke, broke the cosmic record for the deepest view ever taken of the universe, an incredible achievement. Uh, this record had previously been held by the Hubble Space Telescope, which first set the record back in the mid-90s with, with the original Hubble Deep Field. The very famous Hubble Space Telescope image, which, which you've probably seen. And the Hubble Space Telescope broke its own record numerous times over the years. After this little piece of historical info, here are some quick little facts for you. The Webb Telescope was named after James E. Webb, NASA's second administrator. James Webb is best known for leading Apollo, the series of exploration programs that landed the first humans on Moon. The telescope is currently exploring the early universe, the galaxies over time, the star life cycle, and other worlds that might be habitable. The Webb Telescope's primary mirror has a diameter of 6.6 meters, and the total mass of the telescope is 750 kilograms, which is a lot. Webb can downlink at least 50 gigabytes of recorded science data each day, with a maximum data rate of 28 megabits per second. About 39% of the sky is potentially visible to Webb at any given time, which makes it a lot easier for the telescope to weave, uh, weave different kinds of data of the universe. Webb is able to see certain young exoplanets using a direct technique called direct imaging. And as you might, as you might have seen, uh, the James Webb Telescope has released many pictures since its launch. And here are some of the uh, example, uh, examples of the images it has published. The Southern Ring Nebula, the Carina Nebula, and it's like, the Carina Nebula is like the most well-known out of all the pictures, and it's my favorite too. It basically looks straight out of a Van Gogh painting. <laughs> uh, next, we have Neptune's Rings and the Moon Titan. Um, yeah, these are basically examples of the images it has released. And the first image that got released by the James Webb Telescope is of a galaxy called Smax, and compared to Hubble's view of the same area, Webb has brought some distant galaxies into sharp focus. Many objects that appeared as faint smudges of Hubble can now be seen in crisp view, 
Isn't that amazing? Because Webb peered so far into space to capture this next galaxy, it was able to observe distant light that's been traveling across the cosmos for billions of years. Uh, I myself am extremely excited to see what's to come, to see the new images from the James Webb telescope as they get published. And I hope I've done a good job in talking about this brand new telescope. Yeah, hope to see you again in a new episode. And we're on Radio Fugere.